Curious Curiosity I'm so curious, yeah Curiosity There's a lot to read There's a lot to beat around the bushes and the trees As the sounds of our hearts will open To turn it around Bringing it back to we present are you here are you now are you free are you fresh are you hearing in your right ear is this the first episode of spin frequency podcast you've heard can you feel your hips life in pie my inspiration for today's recording podcast is to share into the curiosity of my experience here in Pai in northern Thailand, a place and space that I have returned to on three to four occasions. I haven't thought into whether it's three or four. I will at another point. Not now, not today. Either way, I'm here. I'm watching two yellow butterflies in this gloriously sunny day, blue clear skies with clouds poking out over the rolling mountains and hills with birds swooping and sweeping, lime trees, papaya trees, banana trees, abundance of oranges, an abundance of fruits, vegetables, smoothies, coffees, people that are soft, People that bow to you when they see you or when you're in a cafe or a restaurant, when they give you something, they would bow to you and I bow back, which feels great. In the Western world, if someone was to bow to me, I might laugh a little, which is interesting. Bowing being such a beautiful art of surrender and the mind can easily take it up the wrong way in my experience yet beyond the mind and in the feeling of bowing it feels like letting go like being grateful adoring admiring today i've been playing football in the park by myself a few times i went over the goal and a few different beings kicked the ball back to me i was doing some press-ups some yoga had a cycle on the bike that I just received from Lazada, which is like an Amazon in Europe. Here, you get delivered your package and you pay for it when it arrives. Bird sound is very hearable in most spaces here. pretty dreamy and paradise-like here. Sensational. Smells great. Sounds great. 
tastes great. It's great to be in this place now, 23 days later. I feel I experienced two and a half weeks of suffering and misery and loss and death of the me that was here three years ago. I left in November 2019. I shaved my head about two weeks before I left. And my hair has been grown ever since. I got it braided on the main street in Pai two days ago, which was a beautiful experience. Eight long braids weaved DNA connection to the mind to the brain, to the vein. I love being vain, looking in the mirror, enjoying the beauty and radiance of the reflection. Not inspecting, just observing. And I find myself experiencing bringing my football everywhere I go having my towel with me everywhere I go. There's a, an establishment called Dacha beside the local playground, which is a circle of hundreds of year old trees. It's the park. And the man there, Mr. K, allows me to take a cold shower for 20 baht. 20 baht is about one euro. And it's so nice to be able to take a shower after getting all sweaty. And the interesting thing for judgment and questioning is I'm surrounded with people who are on aerial silks hanging from trees, doing tai, people doing tai chi, children playing on slides, people playing with dragon staffs and hoops and rope darts and all of these flow arts toys that are commonly experienced and I currently have no attraction to any of those things, which is why the death and misery was happening in the couple of weeks because I wasn't attracted to experiencing the things that I felt I was attracted to experiencing. So it was a mix-up of where I'm at right now and what I think I'm at right now. And through letting go, I found myself with a football and I found myself running. I found myself tuning up a, a motorbike, a semi-automatic scooter motorbike and a bicycle and I also find myself in a place where I have a fifth of the amount of money available to me each week that I thought I would have coming here to Pi. so that's been a shift now I'm in a place where if I want to live the lifestyle I want to live and drink smoothies and eat and drink coffees and eat food out and have plenty of food in the fridge and money to pay for rent and fuel and gifts and anything else that's required. It requires me to bring in more monetary funds, which feels great. So I've offered up my three bikes to be available for rent. No, no, no takers just yet, but it's great to be able to let go and allow myself to do something that I said I would never do again, work. Because it doesn't feel like work. Getting a couple of bikes mechanically ready so a couple of friends can 
enjoy driving them and give me some money as a donation to support my lifestyle. That sounds good. Really good. Probably my my own harshest critic and my own harshest judgment, judgmenter, dementor, judgmenter, self judgment. Restricting myself from fully expressing and moving with myself. When I was here three years ago, I was big into ecstatic dance. I was guiding ecstatic dance spaces with my friend Remy. He was doing the music and I was doing the guidance, vocal guidance. And this time I have no interest in going to ecstatic dance, to guide it or to dance in it. And that's okay. That's fantastic. I read a book called The War of Art and I read chapter two first. Well, it's called book two, then book three, then book one. And that's the way it worked. I tried reading from book one the first time and it didn't work. It's like, if it doesn't work the first way you go in, try another way. There's always another way. There's this interesting energy that gets talked about amongst friends of mine of living in a country like Thailand, where the cost of living is between a third and a half of what it will cost to live in a country like Ireland or the United States. And coming here with European money, whether earning that from those countries or having savings, and then in some way enslaving the locals here to serve our Western world requirements in the service industry. And in that way, hiring the costs of for the local, therefore they need to work more to get the things that would have cost less before. Yet during COVID, the tourism ended and a lot of establishments closed. And from what I hear, the tourists were being celebrated to come back, that they wanted this revenue. Whether it's the government that wants this revenue or the people, I don't know. But it's very interesting seeing that in one perspective, the Thai people are slaves to the foreigners coming in like me. Yet, in a certain perspective, that's the case. But that doesn't feel the case for me. And if it ever feels like that, I sit in that and feel that. And I'm extra grateful and extra present and extra aware. But it is interesting and confusing. And there is a feeling of potential hierarchy in one perspective, but in another perspective, it's all flowing absolutely beautifully. And also, since COVID and the opening up after COVID here to Thailand, not needing vaccines to travel here for your 45-day visa, which you can get extended up to, I think, six or nine months. And they've now here in Pai in Thailand anyways, they've opened up marijuana. Marijuana is available at your corner store. Um, at, at most coffee shops or bars, there's a little marijuana store there available to you where you can pick from your jars of bud, different THC levels, different indica levels, different amounts of cannabis. You can get your rolling papers, your cardboard roaches, your grinders, your What's that thing that you suck and you light um, a bong? You can buy bongs, they're just there. 
like old Thai lady selling bongs and marijuana. And it's, it's really interesting because three years ago it was illegal and you had to be very careful if you, if you had any. You wouldn't be smoking it in public anyways. We're here now. You go to your grilled cheese shop to get your vegan cheese toasty and you just have some bud there if you wanted. A pre-roll joint with some tobacco and marijuana in it or just a blunt with all marijuana. It's there with your red wine and your, your vegan cheese toasty. Which is pretty profound and wild coming from a country like Ireland for the past year where it's very illegal. Um, and it's now a big industry here in Northern Thailand. And as far as I'm aware, it's grown here in Thailand as well because you can buy indoor or outdoor weed. And the indoor weed, for example, will be around 600 baht per gram, where the outdoor weed will be about 150 baht per gram. Again, very interesting. So much more expensive for the indoor weed, where I personally would rather some outdoor weed growing in the outdoors, wild old marijuana seeds. I don't get that one. Maybe the indoor weed is more potent. I don't know, anyways. More information on that one. I've spoken to one or two people, including my friend you, who have invited on a podcast date on the topic of commitment. I felt I had talked to my other friend, Alyssa, about Alisa about talking on the podcast, but I actually haven't, so I will. I'm very ready to go into conversation on the podcast. I have the other microphone here beside me. And the headset, yes, I have not got them set up correctly yet. This one mic and headset that I'm using right now is all set up, working great. Sound quality is very good, but the other one is not just yet. And I'm getting support with that from Dan at Primal Podcast, but he hasn't got back to me with a solution to the sound problem with it just yet. But when he does... Um, or I may find a solution in the meantime, we will be recording. And I'm here in a beautiful space in my home here. Uh, the windows open here to this beautiful wild garden, looking at the mountains. All you can hear in the background is nature. Plenty of space here, so I want to make it really lovely and inviting for my podcast guests. Might buy myself a little coffee maker. I just realized, as I said, coffee maker, I have water boiling here on the hob that I totally forgot about to wash the dirty dishes. But it's fine. It's just bubbling water, boiling water. Might be alchemizing the darkness out of here. But yeah, conversation's on their way. Um, however, I'm going to keep recording by myself because I really enjoy communicating on this mic and sharing and expressing and releasing these conversations with myself or others with you pie is great pie is what i've been just telling you i'm feeling very creative energetic i'm running i'm doing press-ups i'm kissing my girlfriend i'm watching great movies at night time eating great chips and curry and vegan cheese toasties and practicing yoga and friendships and playing with motorbikes and playing and having fun and feeling free and expressive and just doing it, not thinking about it. And the banana, peanut butter and date smoothies are just divine. Rainy cafe and pie. 
Get your smoothies there. Oh, that's a big bumblebee. That is a big bumblebee. Speaking of big bumblebees, there's been something I've been experiencing here in Pi that has been bringing on some self-judgment. And that is the attraction to observing people. And the most triggering for the self-judgment button within myself is when I feel attracted to a female. And that attraction been seeing a radiance that catches my eye and I go through this moment of, am I allowed look at this radiance? Is this against my relationship with my partner? Am I not allowed to do this? Or is this... Am I not allowed to do this without getting permission from this radiant being that walks by? And this internal noise that goes on of that results in the feeling of shame and guilt and doubt and all of these things. So I've been choosing to look at the radiance, to enjoy the light and to see what happens. Sometimes I wonder, am I staring? And if I was 30 years older and 60 years old, would it be a pervert? But because I'm a 28-year-old man, that it's more okay. And it's a really confusing energy for me. And I notice when I'm with my partner and men are staring at my partner, I often stare at them until they stop staring at her. And there's this kind of like alpha territory kind of vibe going on. So I've been playing, instead of doing that and feeling threatened, over the last couple of days with my partner, I've just been sometimes just looking away and allowing it to happen. Sometimes just feeling into, could I enjoy this? Some Someone appreciating the beauty of my partner? And asking her, is she enjoying when other people look at her? And how would she like me to respond? And also asking her, how does she feel when I do look at females? Or if I look at a female's rear or her breasts or her face or her shoulders or her collarbone or her feet or her legs. All these gorgeous radiances that come from the female body and from all bodies. Yet I find myself very attracted to the female body. I look at trees and flowers and leaves so much longer than I look at humans. It's like I have this permission and ease of... I don't think about whether it's staring or what it is, yet I feel I'm observing the beauty. And I love observing the beauty. There's so much beauty here in Pai. It brings out the beauty in most people here. People radiate and they love themselves and they're, they're not stressed so much and they're receiving what they need. They're, f- they're receiving what they need. They're feeling nurtured. They're at ease and grounded in this easefulness of this beautiful nature and beautiful climate that's cool in the morning and night and then with starry Milky Way skies and then you're guaranteed a sunny day every day. It's fucking dreamland. So people radiate. They've got really beautiful tans. They are moving their bodies. It's sexy. Movement and radiance is sexy. And when it seems when I don't allow myself to observe beauty in others, it ends up me blocking myself 
and feeling not so well in myself. Whereas when I see beauty and acknowledge it and brings a smile to my face and catch eye contact with somebody and there's this recognition of the presence and beauty, it's absolutely gorgeous. And that doesn't compromise my relationship with my partner. Or it's not cheating or it's not wrong. I feel like that's, that, that, that feels like the shame and guilt of fucking Catholic Church in Ireland coming through me. Um, from being fucking baptized and christened and confirmed, this bullshit shame of the body. And when I find myself self in places like here in Pi, where people are wearing a lot less clothes, I'm wearing a lot less clothes, I want to move my body, I want to feel life forcey, I want to feel strong, I want to feel aware and present and stable for me, for my partner, for my surroundings. And I allow myself to see beauty and I allow myself to be beautiful because there's probably no separation in between them. Yet I find it really interesting when I do get to 60, 65 and I'm observing beauty in this way, will I then be a pervert? <laughs> it's really, really interesting. Um, I mean, I'm interested to talk to some older men and how they navigate observing beauty and the potential projections on them of being pervy. And what's the difference between pervy and appreciating? Interesting. Well, on the pervy butts topic, I leave you here. Until next time. Love. <laughs>